0: Thanks for joining me for this week's episode. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. Um, So this week I wanted to get into the NBA season. Uh, I know it just started, so I wanted to do a a season preview before it gets too late into the season and go over over over-unders and make my picks as well. Um, So yeah, let's get into that. And I know there's the 75th anniversary list that came out for the NBA. I don't like to get too much into the list because they're all subjective, and you know people have their opinions. Um, there's some notable players that were left off. Um, you know, Dwight Howard is one of them. He's a snub. Uh, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter. Uh, I guess Chris Bosh. I don't know. Maybe you can make a case for him. Uh, Bernard King, uh, Bill Walton. Uh, you know, so obviously there it's gonna be tough to try to rank uh, the greatest seventy-five players of all time. So there's gonna be some some people left off, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, the as far as NBA goes, let's start in the Eastern Conference uh, for over unders. Um, kind of as far as predictions go, you know, you had. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they have, I think they're favored right now to win the East and uh, win the NBA Finals, actually, uh, even with Kyrie Irving sidelined for uh, no one knows how long. Uh, but their over under is 56.5, and, you know, this is a full 82 game season. Um, I will go over, I think they'll win. Uh, 60 games, um, I'll say, with or without Kyrie Irving. I think it might be without, uh, depending how long this mandate is in place. If there's no more mandate in Brooklyn and New York, um, then I think he's fine. I think he could actually uh, go back with the team. But they're basically forcing him to get the vaccine, and uh, he doesn't plan on getting it. Uh, But I think they'll still be good. They they could still win the championship uh, without Kyrie Irving. You know, they have James Harden and – And Kevin Durant and uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is back. And, you know, he played limited minutes but scored 23 points off the bench. Uh, Blake Griffin is still effective in in certain spots. Um, So I have them going over. Uh, Boston Celtics are at 46.5. New head coach. uh, Brad Stevens moved to the front office. And, you know, I think this is a big year for uh, for Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum taking that next step. Um, you know they brought back Horford. Um, you know they have Marcus Smart back again. Um, so I I think 46 seems low. You know I think the Boston Celtics, you know they they've had opportunities to win championships and to you know go to the finals and they just haven't been able to do it. There's something. There's some roadblock there. I feel like there was something weird with uh, with Brad Stevens and the chemistry of the team. But 46 and a half that seems that seems low to me. So I'll go over. For the Boston Celtics, um, the Atlanta Hawks are also at 46.5. You know, this team, I think last year, you know, they, they made a lot of big free agency acquisitions, and a lot of people thought that, you know, there'd be too many players and, you know, try to get the system right. Um, but, you know, we all saw Trey Young develop as a bas- basketball player, you know, didn't take as many shots, move the ball. Um, you know, but they're, I think they're the deepest team in the NBA. And, you know, that's why they went to the conference finals, you know, those other teams that were injured, but they were so hot at that moment. Um, you know, I had them losing to the, uh, to the Knicks in the first round, but, you know, I had them finishing, I think in the fifth or sixth spot, which were, were they finished, I think I had gotten that right. Um, you know, and, and Trae Young, this is a big year for Trey Young and the Hawks. You know, he says, you know, they feel like they're disrespected. People are are saying that it was a fluke and, you know, they got lucky last year. Well, I think they're the – they're probably the third, fourth best team in the East, you know, after uh, Milwaukee, obviously, and Brooklyn. I think they're right there, you know. So they just need to, you know, be consistent, you know, and um, and take them to that next level because, you know, the Celtics, they've relatively stayed the same. So there's um, – so I'm not sure if they can go that far this year. And same with the um, – With the Chicago Bulls, they're, you know, they got a lot of new faces there, which we'll get into. Um, You know, and a lot of people are picking them as like the third, fourth best team there. But I think, you know, with the Hawks bringing back most of their guys and, you know, being a deep team. And now they have a full year under uh, Coach Nate McMillan. Um, So I I think they'll stay right there at the third spot. Um, So I'm going over for the Hawks at 46.5. Charlotte Hornets, uh, man, these are all really like low over unders. Charlotte Hornets are at 38.5 um i feel like they're they should be over they could win 45 games i think um lamella ball has looked great already you know he's looked really good um i love this team this team is they're young they're hungry you know they got some talent um you know they make the, the charlotte hornets watchable you know i I'd never was interested in watching the hornets with kemba walker it just wasn't exciting and they never really did anything and um, Terry Rozier has been good for him. Um, Gordon Hayward has been really good for him. Um, you know, he's kind of that veteran presence for him, but he's, you know, he's consistent. You know what you're going to get out of him. Um, you know, they I think they're a pretty deep team too, actually. Um, so I'm going to take the over on the Hornets, uh, Chicago bulls, 43 and a half. I think I'm just going over on all these teams so far. I'm going the to over too on that. Um, you know, they brought in Lonzo ball, um, uh, brought in DeMar DeRozan, get another year of Zach Levine. Zach Levine's one of my favorite players. He's an, he's explosive. You know his jump shots getting better. He can still take you to the rim, um, and then you have Lonzo Ball, who you know he's what we wanted to see. He uh, Lamelo Ball is what we thought Lonzo Ball was gonna be. There you go. Um, but you know for what Lonzo is, you know he's good for, you know for getting those assists rebounding and uh and playing defense you know he's not gonna he's not a big scorer but his three point shot is improving you know since his rookie year he has gotten better um but you know i, I like that i like lonzo as a as a point guard because he you know he's gonna move the ball try to find the open guy uh he's not gonna take you know bad shots or or over dribble most of the time so Uh, The Chicago Bulls, I think they could win 45, 46 games. You know, I think um, this first year will be tough, you know, trying to get used to playing with each other. And, you know, when there's a lot of new guys on a team, it it takes some time. Um, But I'll I'll still take the over. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, 27 and a half. I guess I'll, you know, I'll take the under there since I've been going over on everyone. Um, They're pretty much probably just going to trade their key guys there. Um, And I don't know what they're going to do with Kevin Love. Uh, but, you know, kind of just, they're kind of like just in a bad spot. They're, I don't, you don't know if they're tanking or what, or, you know, they're not really getting better either. The Detroit Pistons are at 25.5. I will go over on that one. I think they have some talent there, um, you know, with, with Cade Cunningham, who they just took in the draft. I think he's kind of, you know, he's young, but he seems like he's old, if you know what I mean. Like he's, um, you know he's more mature. I feel like than other guys coming in at that age, and he has a strong presence. You can tell, and there's a leadership quality there. Um, and I think that he can help change the culture there with the Pistons, and you know see if Killian Hayes can take that next step. But they have some good young pieces that I'm excited for uh, to see how they to see how they develop in the next few years. Um, I, but I'm taking the over there. I think they could win 30, 32 games, you know, still rebuilding here, but um, they have the right pieces in place, I believe. Indiana Pacers, 42.5. Um, I am taking the over there as well. Uh, see, these odds seem off to me. I don't know. If they or the uh, over under numbers, seem, they seem too low. Uh, the Pacers are, are a good team. They're getting some, some guys back, and, um, you know, they have, they're actually a pretty deep team, too. You know, TJ Warren was amazing in the bubble and then he missed most of this year uh caris you gotta see how um they handle his uh offensive output because he's kind of ball dominant and i think the pacers the way that their players are you know the way that the roster is constructed is better if you know they're getting up and down and um and moving the ball a lot you know because they do have some shooters and you know interior players as well um Okay, next up is uh, the M- Miami Heater at 48 and a half. Uh, that seems that seems a little high to me. Um uh, you know they they don't seem like they're, they're trying to get the number 1 seed in the playoffs or in the regular season. I think they're just they're just trying to get in the playoffs and whoever they get, that's who they get. Uh, they brought in Kyle Lowry. I think he's like thir- he's got to be 37 now. Um you know he's kind of up there. He's been in the league for a long time. Um, you know, he always has a lot of nagging injuries. If he's healthy in the postseason, um, then I think they can do it between him and, and, uh, and Butler and hopefully Bam takes the next step. Tyler Hero, he kind of regressed, uh, last year or plateaued and, you know, kind of living off that bubble hype and, you know, kind of worrying about too much about off court stuff. Um, but yeah, if, if he could take the next step, you know, Duncan Robinson, they still have him, uh, you know, and, and you know, if they're hitting shots consistently, you know, I think they can be a force in the East. You know, they're a sleeping giant kind of, you know. They just really didn't look good uh, last postseason. Uh, Jimmy Butler was just inefficient, not not scoring enough. And they did bring in P.J. Tucker too, but he's also, you know, kind of long in the tooth there. Uh, so they got – they only have like a couple years here in this championship window with, you know, uh, Butler getting, you know, he's getting into his mid-30s and – Kyle Lowry in his late 30s and um, PJ Tucker, you know, some of these guys are a little old there, but, um, you know, I think they're, they're probably like five, six seed there for sure. Um, and, you know, they're, they're dangerous when they get into the playoffs, but I, I don't want to pick them to, to go super far or, or win the championship or anything. Cause they, they made me look stupid last year when I said that they would beat uh, the Milwaukee bucks in the, in the first round, um, so I won't do that again. And then New York Knicks uh, forty forty two point five. I'll take the over on that just um, yeah, I think uh, bringing in Campbell Walker was was a, a a good move. you know, they needed another point guard there with Derrick Rose. Um, I think um, it got stale with uh, Kimball Walker in in Boston wasn't showing up big in in big moments and um, you know, kind of fell off there. Uh, but this is a big year for the Knicks. They gotta, they gotta, you know, play a little bit better. Julius Randle has to show up more um, in big games. You know, he had a terrible postseason. You know, so I want to see how he responds this year, um, and we'll be able to tell if he was actually working this offseason, uh, trying to get better, working on improving, and um, you know, not you know, staying where he was. But he's been getting better each year, so um, I expect that to continue. Uh, Orlando Magic uh, don't really want to spend too much time with them. They're at 22 and a half. Uh, I guess I'll take the over since that's so low, uh, but probably under 30 games anyway. Uh, the Philadelphia Sixers are at 50 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under, not only because the Ben Simmons situation hasn't been resolved, but they reportedly, you know, have come to an agreement um, after he was kicked out. You know, he went back and then he the whole team kind of talked to each other and now they're openly supporting him. He says he's not mentally ready. So I think it's, it seems like he needs to see a sports psychologist, which I was what I said after the game. Cause he, he seemed like he was scared. It was like in his head, you know? And, um, but Daryl Morey said that this might last four years. Cause he is under contract for four years. But, you know, I think part of the conversation that they were having was, Hey Ben, you know, we want to trade you you know but we don't want we think you're valuable and we want to get uh you know another difference maker like an all-star a top-tier talent in return you know we don't want to just give you up for you know like three role players and a couple draft picks cuz then that sets us back that's what Daryl Morey basically said cuz we have Joel Embiid he's in his prime you know we want to match him up with another all-star but we're not going to trade you for for peanuts you know just because you want to leave and you're throwing to fit we're not going to be able to do that so we need to work together you know, you need to show up and play and you need to look really good. You need to look like you've moved on past that playoff uh, failure there because then once your value goes up, then, you know, we can trade you midseason or even next year if, if you know, we're not getting uh, the proper offers for you. So we need to work together on this. You know, we need to make you look better so that we can actually trade you because, you know, they don't I don't know if they actually want to repair it. They definitely did. They wanted to move on. Uh, but no one wants to trade for him. He has no trade value right now. Uh, but, you know, that team does look like it has good chemistry, you know, led by uh, Joel Embiid. And, um, you know, uh, Maxi has looked good in the, in the absence of Ben Simmons. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take the under. Uh, I think they'll probably win 45 games or so, something like that. Uh, but I think Ben Simmons will probably play before Kyrie Irving, I think, because uh, he... he Probably understands. I hope they made him understand, like, hey, you need to be part of this because, you know, we're not going to trade you unless we have a good offer. You're under contract for four years. So the sooner that you play and get your, your trade value back up, the sooner that we can trade you to a, a, another team that you would want to play for. Um, and then let's see who well, so else The Toronto Raptors, 35-and-a-half. I guess I'll take the over because of coaching. But, um, you know, they have some um, some glaring issues there. Uh, Pascal Siakam, he seems to have gotten figured out. Um, he's kind of been playing; has been the same player for the last couple of years. Um, hasn't taken that next step where he's averaging 25, 27 points a game. You know, he's in the low, low 20s still. Um, and then Washington Wizards. Um, I kind of like the Wizards right now. They brought in uh, Montrezl Harrell. Uh, they got Kyle Kuzma from the trade. Still have Bradley Beal. You know, they have some pieces there. And so far, so good for Kyle Kuzma. He, I think, he scored twenty six points the other day. Uh, looked good. I, I think they'll go over the thirty three and a half. So I, I pretty much went all over on um, on the east uh, for the Eastern Conference. I think I missed. Did I forget someone? Uh, yeah, I forgot the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are at fifty four and a half. I am taking the over. I think the Milwaukee Bucks have have uh, tapped in and how to how to be better, how to win, you know, close games. Uh, Giannis, as I as I said after the finals, he's the best player right now until someone proves otherwise. You know, Kevin Durant's still up there and LeBron, obviously. But, you know, the way he played in the finals, he was just a man on a mission and got it done. You know, if uh, if Durant was wearing a smaller shoe size, it would be different, but that didn't happen. And, uh, you know, Giannis and the Bucks, they got their championship – um, I have them winning fifty eight games this season. I think uh, you know they have some continuity there. They lost uh, PJ Tucker, but you know he was there for defensive purposes on uh, Kevin Durant. But man, I just I love watching Giannis. You know he just he just wants to play basketball. That's it. You know happy go lucky guy. Um, you know I feel the same way about uh, you know KD and Harden also just want to play play ball and you know not worry about any outside stuff they just they just want to play basketball you know and that that's the issue with uh with Kyrie Irving not not you know joining his teammates because he's worried about some other stuff but you know as far as the Bucks and Giannis go uh, you know I think um you know this obviously step in the right direction and uh let's see if Budenholzer you know doesn't doesn't mess up with late late uh second decisions and uh late game decisions but you know, because he he was gonna get fired last season. I, I guarantee he was gonna get fired. they were gonna bring in Rick Carlisle. Uh, but then, uh the the game against Brooklyn happened. Then they moved on. And then they won the finals. And you know he had a year left. You can't you can't let your coach go after you win the championship. You know, like right away. So you know they had to bring him back. Uh, but you know I think he's on a short leash, honestly. But you know it seems like he has a good relationship with uh management. So. Uh, we'll see. But the Bucs, you know, I have them. As far as, uh, you know, going to the playoffs and stuff, I have the Bucks going to the finals again. I think, um, you know, unless Kyrie Irving comes back for the Nets, I just think he's such a big question mark uh, for Brooklyn. And, you know, there's – I don't think uh, KD and Harden are happy about it. You know, they're publicly supporting their teammate and, you know, as they call him their, their brother, you know, which is what they should do. You know, that's good leadership and, you know, um, support your people. In public, behind closed closed doors, if you have an issue with him, you know, talk to them uh, in person about it, and you know, deal with it that way. Uh, but don't, you know, don't slander your teammates in public like that or to the media. Uh, but you know, we don't know if he's gonna come. You know, if he does show up, you know, they have like the three best scorers in the NBA. You know, th- some of the three best scorers, and and you can't stop them. You know, they're, they they uh, they lack some uh, liability there on defense. You know, but. You know, they're just going to outscore guys. They're going to run you off the court. Um, you know, because if, if Kyrie was there, I think I'd pick the Nets. But who knows when he's going to be able to return to the court. So, you know, I have Milwaukee going back to the finals in the East. And then as far as the Western Conference, uh, we'll start with uh, the uh, the Dallas Mavericks are at 48 and a half. Uh, you know, I, I like Luka and... Um, you know, I think he's a, a generational talent. I just, I don't like what's around him. You know, there's been issues with him and Przingis, uh you know, since they've teamed up together, basically. And, um, you know, there was a lot of talk in the offseason. You know, uh, Luca said, oh, he, he feels more confident. He's playing better, you know, you know, learning to play in the system and things like that. You know, and then they also brought in Jason Kidd to be the mm-hmm. head coach. And I don't think... I don't think Jason Kidd's a good head coach. You know, he he failed in Milwaukee, and then he goes to Brooklyn, also failed in Brooklyn, and uh, then he goes to the Lakers. They win a the championship. But he's an assistant coach, you know, and um, I didn't like the hire. You know, he has a checkered past, and um, I just don't think he's a good uh, head coach. You know, I don't think he could lead. And, and you know, they did an article on um, – or that, that book that was written uh, about – uh Giannis, and then you know his time with Jason Kidd there was some some funny uh, excerpts there about uh you know his coaching strategies you know he he made the he made them run a lot um you know and he kind of singled out a player i think who was a Thon Maker for having uh, an android and made him run because they weren't he says that uh, he's not unified with the team you know just stupid stuff like that um so you know the Mavericks going under you know i could see them in that Six seven range, um, you know. But Dallas hasn't won uh, a playoff series since they won the championship with Dirk. So you know we'll see how that goes. Uh, Denver Nuggets at forty seven and a half. You know they just resigned Michael Porter Jr. Uh, to a max extension. Now I really like him. I think he's great for that team. Um, Jokic coming off an MVP, but Jamal Murray, you know, uh, tearing his ACL or is Achilles one of those uh, last year, late in the season too? Um, I don't don't think he plays at all this season. So the West, in my opinion, is wide open, you know, because there's a lot of injuries to key players like uh, Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's probably going to miss all year. We'll get into that later. Um, And then also, um, you know, Jamal Murray. I don't think he comes back this year. If he does come back, I think it's, you know, next year, early next year, maybe like February or something like that. Um, so, and then we don't know how he's going to look when he comes back. So I, I'm going to take the over on Denver, but if he does come back late in the season and he looks, you know, he looks good, you know, he's not, obviously not gonna be hundred percent right away, you know, and they could get to that fourth spot, fifth spot. Then, you know, I think they will be fine. Uh, but I think there's gonna be a drop off because of that this year. Um, and then let's see the golden state warriors. They're at 47 and a half. I am taking the over on the warriors. I think they went 50 games this year. Um, you know, Steph Curry coming back from a great year. Uh, they brought back Andre Iguodala. Uh, Jordan Poole was amazing for them last year, and I think he's going to take that next step. He's only getting better. Um, Andrew Wiggins got his vaccine. You know, they're going to be a pretty deep team, bringing in some um, some young guys in Kaminga and Moody. And Klay uh, Thompson coming back probably January. Um, you know, but he looks like he's ready, you know, especially uh, after getting snubbed from the top 75 list and, you know, He's very upset about it, it seems like, I'm posting a lot of videos about it. Um, and then Draymond, you know, still still looks good. Um, you know, I, I think this team could go to the finals um, and play Milwaukee, and I think they can win. You know, a lot of people are sleeping on them. Um, I think they're odd, They're like the fifth best odds uh, to win it all. Um, but, you know, if everyone around Steph, you know, they, they contribute here and there. You know, Wiggins and, um, and Jordan Poole, they need to consistently hit shots you know one of them used to average 20 plus a game and um the other one like you know 15 to 17 points like that's what he needs he needs some help because he can't he can't keep scoring 35 45 points a game you know just to keep him in it um you know they've had uh two impressive wins against the Clippers and the Lakers so they've looked good so far um but you know they have a lot of options there for scoring they just need people to develop uh they have James Wiseman coming back from injury and you know a lot is riding on him, you know, coming together and, you know, and being confident on the court and, and learning fast, you know, so, um, but they're, they're kind of in a, in a tough balance there with, uh, you know, their veteran core is still there, you know, Clay coming back and, but they also have like a core of young guys too, that they can develop. So they have, you know, they have the riches of, you know, riches for youth and, um, and for veteran experience. So, you know, if they can, balance that together this season they can I think they can win a championship and I think a lot of people are overlooking them um so yeah I'm going to over the Rockets uh 26 and a half uh I guess they can win 30 30 games with Jalen Green and uh Christian Wood but I don't know what their direction is for that team that franchise uh the Los Angeles Clippers are 45 and a half games I'm gonna take the under because uh Kawhi Leonard I think he misses the entire year um, you know they brought back uh, Reggie Jackson, uh, Paul George. I think Paul George actually plays better without Kawhi because he's not deferring to someone else. And Paul George, I think he plays best when he's like the number one option, and he could he kind of controls the tempo of the offense for the Clippers. And you know he he's the leader there. I think he plays better in that spot. Um, but you know they have some uh, some roster deficiencies there, so I think they'll be they'll be under you know like low forties. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a big year from Paul George. Actually, uh, Los Angeles Lakers are at, uh, fifty-two and a half. I'm going the under. I think they win, you know, forty-eight to fifty games. Um, I don't have them like number one, like top three seed. I think they they can finish anywhere from four to six. You know, maybe seven. Um, you know, they they brought in a lot of uh, a lot of free agents. Obviously, made some trades. Brought in Westbrook. Um, Carmelo Anthony, you know, I liked uh, the addition of Malik Monk. They brought back Rondo, Dwight Howard. You know, they have basically a whole new team there, you know. And um, and then you got LeBron in, was it, year 19 now. Uh, They're 0-2, though. You know, they've they've been – and, you know, there's a lot of articles coming out talking about, oh, man, it's not working out for L.A. and all this. And, like, dude, it's two games into an 82-game season. They have 80 games left. Like, I think they'll be fine. You know, they got to just figure out how, how they're going to play with each other because you have you have some ball-dominant guys. You know, uh, LeBron basically plays point guard most of the time, right? But then you have Russell Westbrook who plays best when he's surrounded by shooters and he's just driving the basket, getting rebounds, you know, getting the fast break and, and dishing it out to people. Like, that's when he's at his best. So if he's not, you know, the primary ball handler and then LeBron is or they're switching off, like, they haven't figured that out yet. And, you know, that's why they're 0-2 and, and Russ has – he he's he's struggled so far. You know he didn't look good in that first game against uh, Golden State. You know he's kind of he's trying to f- pick his spots. You know it's he, kind of it's hard to adjust when you're playing with LeBron when you're point guard because uh, LeBron doesn't really have to adjust. He's just LeBron. People adjust around him. Um, so you know that that's kind of an issue. And then you know the whole Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis thing. They were like fighting, pushing each other on the sidelines, and they were getting blown out by the Suns um and then rondo had a altercation with the fan you know he was doing like the finger guns at this this fan's head and the fan smacked his hand out which i'm on the fan side with that if you do that to me i'm at a game like i'm gonna smack your hand like i don't care if you're an nba player uh but yeah i'm gonna take the under on that you know i think it's gonna take a while for them to get in the flow of things and learning how to play with each other and um you know they're the oldest team in the NBA, obviously. You know, they have a lot of veteran guys. So, you know, they should be able to figure it out, you know, because their basketball knowledge is through the roof, and they, they know how to play. You know, like, at the end of the day, you're just, you know, you're playing off each other, and I think they'll be able to figure it out. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 41 and a half. I'm going to go over. You know, they looked good in the in the playoffs last year. You know, that was a big moment for them, I thought, being Golden State in the play-in. Um, John Morant developing, and, you know, Dylan Brooks also. Um you know, uh, they signed um, Jaren Jackson Jr. Uh, they re-signed him, but he, he's been injured a lot. And I don't know. I think they're counting on too much when it comes to him. Um, so, you know, we'll see if he can, he can get better. But he's kind of just been the same player and injured a lot. But they really need him to, to develop into what they thought he would be uh, for them to, you know, make deep runs in the playoffs. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, I'm going to go under 35-and-a-half. Um, I think they end up trading Carl Anthony Towns, maybe not this season, uh, but I think they're trying to see what they have in Edwards. You know, Edwards has been good, um, and then they have D'Angelo Russell still. But you know, I think they're still interested in Ben Simmons, but they have to trade. They'll probably have to trade uh, D'Angelo Russell or you know other picks. But I don't know if they want uh, Russell the Sixers. Um, and then the Pelicans are at thirty nine and a half. I am going under on this team as well. Um, they have no direction at all, no direction. I have no idea where they're going. Uh, Zion, uh, there's a lot of reports with Zion that he's, he's trying to get out of there. He wants to go to New York or wants to go to a big market. He hasn't really said much or he hasn't knocked down these, uh, these rumors. Um, he also showed up, you know, there was a comparison of media day pictures from his rookie season to this year. He looks a lot bigger, and he's already injured. He's out with, I think, a broken foot, and he's out indefinitely. The guy's always injured. Um, he's visibly overweight. You know, I don't want to body shame, but if you're a professional athlete, like, come on, like you have access to all the best medical staff and nutritionists and all this stuff, and and you're gonna be overweight, like, come on, man. And he he's already a big guy, and you know, when he's overweight. You know, that that puts a lot of stress on his knees, his ankles, all his joints and stuff. And that's why he's always injured because he's overweight. You know, if he switched his diet, you know, lost some weight. If he was, like, at a 270 and he was, like, muscular, like, he'd be unstoppable. But, you know, there was a report that uh, the Pelicans, you know, he was last at 285. And they were comfortable with him being 285. But then now when he showed up, you know, to the facility, he's over 300 pounds. They think he's like 3'10", 3'20". Like, they think he's that big. And he looked... I mean, there's commercials of him on TV. I don't know when they were filmed, but he looks huge in those commercials. He looks like he should be playing football. Like, you know, like LeBron is big, but, you know, he's muscular and he's not... You know, he doesn't have any extra, you know, weight there. It's just like, you know, he has that that body mass where, you know, he's working out all the time. And Zion looks like he's just eating all the time. And... Um, I don't know if he's just trying to eat his way out of New Orleans or like I mean the food is great in New Orleans so that's also a problem. Um, but you know something needs to happen there and then the roster around him is just bad. You know you know Brandon Ingram is good but he thinks it's his team and you know he's obviously he's a better player right now because he can stay on the court and Zion there's always something going on with Zion. Um, but you know I think he's eventually gonna get out of there. He's uh, he's gonna you know force his way out. Uh, but I'm going under with them. Oklahoma City Thunder, I will take the over, 23.5. Um, you know, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is uh, back healthy this year. Um, you know, they're in tank mode, I guess. You know, they're just trying to get picks and stuff. But, you know, I think they could win more than 23 games. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are at 51.5. That seems kind of high to me. Um, you know, they, they had that great run to the NBA Finals last season. Uh, resigned Chris Paul. Resigned uh, bridges. Uh, they couldn't come to a contract extension agreement with uh, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton wanted Trey Young money. He wanted a five-year, 172 million dollar max. Uh, couldn't agree on the years. Apparently, they wanted to give him a four-year deal, uh, but they uh, so they they didn't come to an agreement. Um, I'm gonna say that they go under 51 and a half. I, I have them at around 48, upper 40s. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs again, a lot hinges on the health of, uh, Chris Paul though. He needs to, you know, and he's getting up there in age. He's what is he 37 now too, 38. So he's up there. Um, and he can't, he can't miss, you know, a month or two or whatever, you know, late in the season. Cause then they just, they don't have a shot. So if he can keep his body right, you know, then I think they can, they can go back, uh, to the conference finals at least, um, and then, let's see, the Portland Trail Blazers are 44-and-a-half. I'm going to take the under. I think they win 40-41 games. Um, I didn't think the issue was Terry Stotts. You know, they brought in Chauncey Billups. I thought the, the issue was a roster. I think they needed to make a move. Not for, C, not for uh, Ben Simmons. I like uh, C.J. McCollum in that offense. They need another scorer. You know, if you can somehow get... Bradley Beal, probably not, but you know, you probably take some picks and uh and CJ. I would trade CJ for Bradley Beal for sure, and like some picks and something else, try to figure that out, but not for Ben Simmons. You know, they're trying to work on defense this year and I don't know, they they didn't make any changes to the roster, any any significant changes. So I, I don't you know, they lost Carmelo and, and Cantor, but I don't know, I just I just don't see it. Um, you know, they need to make a big move uh to be able to, you know, be on top of the West like they want to be. Uh, Sacramento Kings, thirty six and five. I think they end up trading. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Buddy Hield. You know, I liked uh, Halliburton. You know, they have some pieces there where they could trade for Ben Simmons, and they were interested in Ben Simmons, but they don't want to trade Halliburton for him. Um, and I don't think the Sixers wanted. Uh, they didn't like the Halliburton. Uh, buddy, healed package there, which I I thought that would be a good package with some picks. You know, those are good players. Halliburton's a smart basketball player. He plays like he's a veteran. Uh, but I'm gonna take the under. I, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that Luke Walton is still coaching the Kings. They they're in limbo. Like, what are they even doing? They they have a lot of talent there. You know, De'Aaron Fox as well. And but they're just like they're just kind of middle of the road. You know, do they still have Harrison Barnes? I'm not sure, but. They have the talent to make the playing tournament at least, you know, the playing game, but they, I don't know, they just haven't taken that next step at all. And I don't know if it's coaching or roster construction or or what. Uh, Spurs, 28 and a half, you know, even talent wise, they've fallen off a lot. You know, they don't have, um, you know, a, a star player there. I guess you could say. And, but, you know, they still have coaching. And I think coaching is, is a huge factor in this, obviously. And, you know, a lot of people overlook that. But I think Greg Popovich, I don't think he's going to be coaching a team that wins 25, 28 games, right? So I'm going to take the over. They could win 35, maybe 40 games if if things fall into place for them. Um, and then the Utah Jazz, they're at 52 and a half. Um, I like the over on that one. I think they win... 55 plus games maybe 58. I think they get the number one seed in the West mainly because continuity and uh, they, you know they bring a lot of the same guys back you know um, they haven't had any major injuries to that team and they're just a they're a well-oiled machine they're really good in the regular season now they just need to you know they just need to close out games in the playoffs but I think they they have the best record in the west this season. You know, there the West is wide open, as I said. You know, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of teams. You know, with big injury concerns and um, a lot of new acquisitions, new faces on the teams, except the Utah Jazz. So that's why I have them finishing uh, first place in the West. Uh, but yeah, and then the, as far as the finals, I have the Warriors beating uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. There's a lot, a lot of ifs though for that Warriors team. You know, they they need um, they need Clay to come back. You know. Pretty close to what he was before. I think he's gonna. He's not gonna be the same defender that he was before. Obviously, because he had you know two major injuries in his in his legs, so he's he's not gonna be able to move quickly laterally. But his jump shot's still gonna be there because he he most of the time he doesn't have the ball in his hands. You know he comes off screens, gets the ball, quick release, and it's in. And you're not gonna lose your jumper off of that. So um, I I have them winning the NBA finals, mostly because Steph Curry, he's getting better with age and he, he can play like this for a long time, honestly, because just the way that, you know, his body, you could tell he's been getting stronger and uh, he hasn't been getting injured as often. And, you know, cause before is, he just seemed like he was really fragile, but now he's, he's getting a little thicker there working out more. And his, his jump shot is just, his, it's been better than I've ever seen it before, you know? And, you know, he's made his presence felt in the in the first couple of games. You know, he, he, he shot poorly that first game. He had 21 points, but he still had a triple-double, you know. And then in the second game, you know, he dropped what, 45 points. He had 20 points in the first quarter. You know, he looked really good. So those, that's my that's my finals pick. That'd be very exciting finals. You know, I think, um, you know, Giannis and Steph Curry and Milwaukee Bucks and the Warriors. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the episode for today, uh, for this week. So maybe later this week we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll check in with the NFL. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are struggling with the, against the Titans right now. Uh, we'll talk about baseball. I'll talk about baseball again because uh, the the Los Angeles Dodgers lost to the the Braves, and so now the Braves and the Astros are going to the World Series. Um, so we'll get into that and make my pick there, I guess. Um, and yeah. So thanks for joining me.